Questions for Coach? Questions? James, the uh, first time that this season that we've seen Daquan, Amin, and Kazai in their normal uniforms out here participating in practice, is that an indication of what their status is going to be availability? Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. Not not sure. I can't really speak on it yet. How have those guys handled the absence? I know they were probably all excited to play football this year, to, to watch the first 120 minutes of the season. How have they dealt with that? Um, Amin, I've been very impressed uh, with his maturity and growth over the last couple of years. Uh, he's been he's been really good. Um, Hardy, I would say the same thing. And who's the other one? Kaziah. Yeah, Kaziah has had some some bumps and bruises um, as well that have factored into that too. Um, but yeah, all, all, all three of them have handled, handled it well. So. James, at what point will you make decisions on the 74? And are there yellows that you know will definitely go? March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yeah, so... Typically, we announce those on Thursday, even to the players. They don't even completely know yet because those last two or three spots are based on practice and how practice goes. And obviously, if somebody tweaks something, then, then we got we to make some moves and make some changes. So that's usually pretty fluid until, until Thursday morning after the staff meeting, typically. Can you speak to the value of taking yellows, which you've done in the past, uh, to, to getting those guys on the road, and, and why do you do that when you do do it? Yeah, we typically try to rotate through that all of those guys will get that travel experience. So the first time, um, you know, that they're doing it, it isn't the first time they're playing in a game that they, they kind of understand what the expectations are. So whether it's a, a home game travel to stay at the hotel or whether it's on the road and get the full experience, uh, we try to rotate through when we can. Uh, to allow all those guys, especially guys that we think you know are going to have a chance to really factor in for us next year. James, Remember. how do Nick and Katron complement each other, differ in their skill sets, and how challenging do you think it is for opposing defenses to have to prepare for both of them? Yeah, I think they, I think they have complementary skill sets. I think the thing that's nice though is they're both big backs, which allows them both to do a lot of things. That's why that uh, short yardage goal line package is so effective for us because both of them are. 220 pound plus, they'll both block, they'll both carry, they both can run for hard yards inside. Um, they both show the ability to make people miss and get on the perimeter. Um, you know, I think I think if you look at um, you know their ability to be explosive, um, I think they're they're really good complementary pieces. Um, you know that we can do a lot of different things with, which I think that's what makes it so. Um, exciting as an offensive coordinator to be able to work with those two guys and call a game with those two guys. And I would actually say, I said to Jaywan today, um, that it looks like Potts is just getting more comfortable, more comfortable within the offense, more comfortable with in terms of just kind of how we do things around here. 
and I see him practicing better and better and better. So we got three guys that we got a lot of confidence in, some young, exciting guys behind him. So, um, you know, as a defensive coordinator, I guess to answer your question, that's the challenge. If you can put guys into categories, like we've talked about with tight ends in the past, where this guy's really a receiver, he's not a blocker, or this guy's a blocker and not a receiver, when you can do both as a that tight end position or as a running back where you can you can get the tough yards inside, you can get on the perimeter and create some explosive plays. You're willing to block and run. Uh, and, and you got a body that you can match up in, in protection as well. Um, that's, that's where you become a challenging offense to defend and a, a challenging matchup. A major James, conversation after Michigan last year was getting bigger in the trenches. Um, had a big time play this year. Where would you kind of assess where you guys are in the trenches? Um, yeah, I think we, we've gotten bigger. I think we've talked about this multiple times. I think. Uh, I think uh, Hakeem was like 270 last year. He's like 285. Um, same with uh, Zane. He was like 275. He's like 285 now. So I think there are some examples of guys that have gotten bigger. Same thing on the offensive line. So I think we've gotten bigger. We've talked about this uh, a decent amount. Is there a difference in opening on the road in the Big Ten in week three than it was the last two years as your season opened? Uh, I'm not sure. We're just we're just experts of opening on the road. Whether it's the first game, the second game, the third game, the fourth game, um, you know, not only in my 10 years, but I think over the last 15 years, you know, we're experts. I think we're going to put an off-season clinic on uh, how to open the Big Ten. James, how would you say Williams been doing in his role in the offense, and how have you seen him kind of evolve as a leader since he got the Penn State Mountains in your group? I think he learned a lot from his brother's experience. Um, so you know, it's kind of like having, you know, it's, it, you know, it's kind of like having a, an older brother who played in the NFL or an older brother who played major college football. There's value in that, and then and then even more so when the guy did it at the same school and you were able to go through the process with him and understand the culture and the expectations. So um, in some ways, it's like you know a coach's kid that just is way ahead of the curve uh, compared to most people because they've just been around it pretty much his whole life. Um, you know, I remember Liam coming to camp here as a quarterback, I think in ninth grade, if I remember correctly. Um, so he's been around for a long time. And, um, you know, he's a guy that I think the coaching staff and the players uh, feel like they can depend on, that he can make plays, that he's consistent. Uh, he's done a really good job, I think, over the last year of, of taking care of his body because in the past I think that's been a little thing that's kind of held him up. He's had some kind of nagging injuries that have that have uh, that have happened to him, but he's just doing a much better job of all the things you have to do to be a consistent football player. And I think he's going to have a big year for us. He's going to I think he's going to have some breakout games and things like that. But uh, we have a lot of confidence in him and a lot of belief. You've seen a field goal attempt in last week plus at this point? Last game? Well, you guys had extra points, but we didn't see a field goal in the game. I know, but we haven't seen a field goal last game. Yeah, so yeah, you, you started off like it was like a long period of time. It's a week, whatever. It's like another one of these questions. No, 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 so like, I'm just saying we haven't seen one, so how has your confidence changed in practice? Has it, what have you seen on the practice for both of those games? It's good. It's good, it's been a week. It's been good, they've, they've kicked well. James, with Adisa as one of your leaders, how has his role made an impact on this team? Yeah, Adisa has been has been great. 
really has been since he's arrived on campus. He's a very mature guy. Um, you know, I think you guys know kind of his background with his family. And, uh, he just came in very mature, very prepared, very steady. Um, you know, and, I, and I've been impressed with him. He just continues to develop as a football player. He's had some injuries he's had to overcome. Uh, obviously, he was voted as a captain, so he's, he's universally respected. Um, and I think as this year goes on, you're going to see him continue to get um, more production and, and make more plays for, especially depending on the offenses we play. So, Jane Glenn, you're number one in both in offense in both yards and touchdowns. What do you think of that heading into this match? Yeah, I, I think you know the stats. I think uh, are, are nice. Um, I think they matter at the end of the season. I don't think they really matter at the beginning of the season because the schedules are so different. But obviously, we're we're doing some good things. We're balanced right now on on uh, you know both the run game and the pass game in terms of the ability to do it. Uh, we're able to get the ball in the end zone. Uh, we're efficient, staying on schedule, and we were better last week on third down. So we're doing some nice things. But I, I don't get caught up. We don't get caught up a whole lot in stats uh, early in the season, uh, just like rankings early in the season. Good I think that's the reason for the stats. Yeah. No, I'm just um, I think it's been good. I, I, I said before, I think it's clearly the better place um, to call the game. Just you can see it better. Uh, you're removed from the emotion. Um, I think Danny O'Brien's done a good job on the sideline as well. That's helped. Um, but I think I think so far so good. And, and we're, we've had to iron up, iron out a few kinks. Um, you know, that have happened, whether it's been with personnel or substitutions or um, just some things that we got to get ironed out, you know, in terms of just a little bit of the differences on the sideline. Uh, but I think it's been good, and um, I think he's been comfortable with it as well. And it's, again, as long as we continue to communicate well and, and um, you know, score the points that we're scoring and get the yards that we're, we're, we're getting, then obviously I think it's it's been a good decision for Penn State. James, what's the progress report on Tony Rojas? We spent so much time discussing him in the spring. How has that kind of carried over here a couple of years in his career? Yeah, I think he's playing well. He had some flash plays last week that, that were impressive. Um, I think the reps that he's also getting on special teams is valuable as well. Um, I think those, those guys um, that are able to play and get offense or defensive reps as well as special teams there's a ton of value you know that's where sometimes with the offensive linemen that are playing it's good but they don't have as many opportunities on special teams so guys like a linebacker is able to start on multiple special teams units and get some defensive reps i think it really you know encourages and helps their maturation process um, but he's doing some he's doing some really good things i think you'll see his role continue to grow as the season goes on thank you thanks guys thanks.